0: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Purse Strings. Join Marketing to Women expert, Maria Retan, Senior Principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, a little ditty from Trend Watching. I don't know if you follow them, trendwatching.com. They are a leading consumer trends firm, and they do rely on a global network of hundreds of trend spotters, and I do use their data on this program from time to time. Well, they just released what they're calling a small selection of the many consumer and business trends that they've been tracking so far. And it is a, actually not small. It's a long list. And I'm not going to go through all of them today. I'm just going to pick out a few of them. But they are global trends that they've been watching. Uh, one of them is the whole cashless trend. I'm sure you're aware of it, too. Most of us don't carry cash anymore. In fact, I know I don't. It's very rare that I have a dime on me. Uh, and apparently, that's the way the world is going. Well, there's a lot of companies out there that are taking advantage of this trend, including Evian Cheveux. Um I don't know if you speak French, but I think I said that correctly. Uh, that website actually lets residents of Paris order bottled water for direct delivery to their homes and businesses. Um, they can actually order very specific kinds of water. And it's um, going to be accompanied by what they call the Smart Drop, a Wi-Fi-enabled fridge magnet, allowing members to order water automatically by pushing a button. That's right. A Wi-Fi enabled fridge magnet. Now that's the height of laziness, isn't it, people? Now here's another one. Uh, There's also a VIP fridge and magnet out of Dubai. It's their company called Red Tomato Pizza, allowing customers to order their favorite pizza with a touch of a button as well. There's lots of other examples of this, but I'm going to move on to the next one, which is all about um, entrepreneurialism. It is a new status symbol, according to trend watching, and apparently it's really status with a lot of teenagers. There's a whole group of budding teenage tycoons out there who are getting serious about starting their own companies. Example number one, Connecticut-based Hickle Pops. Hickle Pops, I love this idea. Created by a 13-year-old entrepreneur, she, uh, Mallory, that's her name, she produces lollipops to put a stop to hiccups. Now, I know we all have our own homemade secret to how to do that, but according to Mallory, it's a combination of apple cider vinegar and sugar that stimulates the nerves of your throat and cancels the reflex. Pretty cool, I say. There's also in Silicon Valley something called Teens and in Tech Incubator. It's an eight-week hands-on program for kids ages 13 to 19 who want to learn about being an entrepreneur. Pretty super cool. I say, lots more examples from trend watching, but we're going to move on to one of the next um, trends that they've been kind of keeping their eye on, and it's around consumers who want their apps to actually do something, not alert them to something, but actually do something. So, they want products, apps, or services that monitor, remind, prod, or force them to behave and actually perform better. One example is Japan-based ColorFrame. It's a mobile app designed to help users track the condition of their skin over time. You actually take four photos of various facial areas. Um, those are scored along some kind of factor, looking at spots and dullness and pore size. And then you save those and compare them with future images. thought that was pretty interesting as well. Um, There's also something from Audi, it's an e-bike, now this is in German, I'm not going to try to say it, but it features an onboard computer that connects to a smartphone, offering challenges and tips on how to prove performance while you're actually on the bike, and it provides a point-rewarding platform as well. I think that's cool. We all are very concerned about safety these days. It's another mini-trend that trend watching is keeping track of, and they want bunches of products and services and apps to help them feel safe. Uh, one of them uh, is out of Brazil, Argento. It's a free mobile app that provides rapid access to safety services. So you can actually create a network of up to 12 people who can be instantly alerted um, in case of dangerous situations. Kind of cool. There's also out of Colombia a site in which people can alert each other to security-related incidences. And then this is one of my favorites. There's a China Survival Guide, a downloadable free iPhone app that tracks food and health scandals across China. Who knew there were so many? But apparently there are. It's been downloaded over 200,000 times within a week of launching. Um, lots of other great little mini trends that Trend Watching is tracking in upcoming shows. I'll continue to share them with you because I find them absolutely fascinating. Our post profile today is the Coach Queen, more than 1.5 million of these women out there. She's in her mid-30s, stays at home, even though they do have a college degree. Household income is over six figures with more than two kids. Yes, those very infamous 2.5 kids in the family. They're living in the city, lots of interest, very focused on looking stylish, not only herself but her home. She's interested in the arts. She loves to travel, stay in nice places, likes the occasional spa treatment when she can get it. She's really into planning grand family events, and when it comes to shopping, she is shopping for best prices, always going toward the clearance track. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with the Coach Queen? Well, friends do influence her greatly. She really seeks out their opinion to determine what she's going to buy. When she's going in the mall or other stores, the store environment is critical to her staying in-store and shopping. And she reads a ton of magazines, uh, and she does say that they influence her. Magazines like People, Shape, Parenting, and Traditional Home. She's online a ton, both at um, home-based online entities like eBay and HGTV and TLC, those dot-coms, but also the kids' stuff like Disney and Nickelodeon, as you can expect, because this is a mom who stays at home full-time and very focused on her family. Well, speaking of moms, I have quite the expert on the program today. Adam Cruz is global director, Starcom MediaVest. You may have heard about a little old award show out in Cannes, France. That's right, Cannes, not con, Cannes. in June, Starcom Media Vest and Yahoo presented the findings of a year long global study at that festival of creativity. The study is called Brave New Moms Navigating Technology's Impact on Family Time. Yes, the elusive family time. Well, guess what? Those results show that we love technology and we also hate it. And the why is coming up when Purse Strings returns after the break. Stick
1: around. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. First strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers.
2: How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Metrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with SearchMetrics.com. That's SearchMetrics.com.
3: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. And join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king.
0: Testing at the
3: speed of sound.
0: Webmasterradio.fm, the flame thrower. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere.
1: Her strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan.
2: Well, joining me today is Adam Cruz, Global Director of Starcom MediaVest. Now, Starcom MediaVest has been on the program before. Back in March, pale-burning Global Insights Director at SMV's Mom Human Experience Center was on the program talking about the power of celebrity moms. And you may remember, if you were listening then, that Starcom MediaVest is ranked as one of the largest brand communications groups in the world and uh, really part of Publicis Group very, very large um, organization. SMG is number one ranked global media agency by AdAge and was the 2011 Media Network of the Year at the Global Festival of Media. Lots of other great accolades around Starcom. And today we have Adam Cruz on the program talking about Brave New Moms. Welcome to the show, Adam.
4: Thanks, Maria. Good to be here.
2: Well, I know uh, Yahoo and your organization partnered on this recent project, but before we get into those details, talk a little bit about what you do there as Global Director and your specific role in the study.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, and, and Pyle was on the show, that um, uh, we have a Moms Human Experience Center, and I'm the global leader of, of the Moms, what we call the HEC, um, for shorthand, if, if I say that uh, for the rest of the interview. Um, our uh, Human Experience Center for Moms is what we consider a thought leadership group um, for moms globally to really fuel um, global and regional clients with insights that will help them create unique brand experiences. And we created the the moms HEC just over a year ago, because if you look at our client base globally with multinational clients like PNG and craft and, um, Microsoft and Samsung, um, not only uh, do we have major clients that are, you know, primarily target moms, but those that are, are growing and beginning to really actively engage with moms as well. So it just made sense for us to create a, a global center of thought leadership to really inspire um, all of our clients uh, and fuel them with, with insights and ideas. Um, so that, that's a little bit about what I do. As far as the, the project with Yahoo, uh, it just made sense for us to work Together, um, as I mentioned, our client base uh, talks—you know—specifically or points specifically to a lot of mom-focused brands. But if you look at Yahoo, some of their biggest properties that really drive traffic on their sites like Yahoo Shine, um, a a woman's focused content property, it just made sense for the two of us to work together on a mom project that really looked at um, what moms are beginning to value, um, especially when it came to their family and the role that technology plays in creating family time. we we worked with Yahoo on this project, um, really by utilizing all of the uh, assets of the Human Experience Center that I run, um, as Pyle may have mentioned uh, earlier this year. We uh, we have a philosophy for everything we do um, that we, we go by, which is called listen, see, and touch. And that certainly fueled our investigation with Yahoo. Um, listen, we do social listening globally um, to listen to what moms are naturally saying. We actually have a community um, of moms globally as well that we can tap into to understand what they care about, to, to create ideas with them, um, to really see what they're talking about. And then finally, uh, the last part of it is you know, being in touch. So we, we send out crews into the field to do video ethnography to really bring our insights to life um, in the most powerful way to, again, in, inspire our clients and, uh, and Yahoo's clients as well.
2: Well, and you certainly do a great job of pushing out your insights. I, I'm a copious reader of all things marketing to women, and I run across a lot of your stuff quite often. And the, the most recent of which caught my eye a few months ago when you presented your findings of the year-long study back in June came out in a big way. How crafty of you to release it at the Cannes Lions International Festival of Creativity. How was it received when you came out with the results?
4: Uh, we were lucky. Uh, it was received really well, and uh, you know, certainly uh, being at the biggest advertising festival of the year was incredibly e- exciting. But there's a there's a huge opportunity and a huge risk associated with that. You know, on one hand, you're presenting at the highest profile conference in our industry of the year, but on the other hand, there's so many other events that are happening, whether it's the festival itself or all the other kind of adjunct events that happen alongside of it. So you, you risk um, getting lost in the mix, and you know, it was a really careful decision for us and we couldn't be happier with how it was received. Um, If we look at how it was received, we thought about it from a couple different perspectives. Um, The first clearly is clients. Um, you know, we, we want this to make as, you know, both Yahoo and ourselves want to make the most impact with, with our clients um, as possible. And we had an amazing turnout. Um, the event itself was exclusive to just SMG clients, and we had a global delegation from craft and brands, um, like tech brands like Samsung and Microsoft and farmer brands like Novartis that attended the, the, um, the presentation, which was amazing to see. We also on our panel had... Uh, uh, bon and Bo who is uh, one of the new leaders that will be one of the new leaders at Mondelēz, Allison Lewis from Coke um, and Mickey Rosen who is one of the the heads of content at Yahoo so not only did we have an amazing presentation, but had an amazing panel afterwards that were really able to talk about the implications from a marketing perspective of the study. And from a press perspective, You know, we got a, a lot of, of great uh, press, uh, and, and you are an example of, of reading some of that press um, in the U.S., um, but also Western Europe. Um, and uh, honestly, the most encouraging thing and what we wanted uh, from the get-go is that it just was the beginning of the conversation with clients, and we've got a lot of calls from our clients both new and and potential clients afterwards, wanting to learn more about Brave New Moms. And I don't think there's any bigger endorsement um, than uh, having an exclusive event, having people that we had to turn away because we literally couldn't fit any more people in the room and and wanting to talk with us afterwards. So, yeah, we couldn't be happier.
1: Yeah,
2: congratulations. Big risk but huge reward, I would say, for sure. And and to field something like this, a global study, um, at, at the kind of the level that you fielded, it is a huge commitment. So, of course, you want to see a huge return on investment. Sounds like you're getting that. I am curious, though, is it the largest and broadest study of its kind when it comes around to the topic of mom and technology and family time? And I'm also curious just about the methodology that you conducted the study.
4: Yeah, Absolutely. The, I think the first part of your question, which is uh, the largest and broadest, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, as, as you all know, there are so many mom studies done every year. And uh, you know, I have uh, all sorts of studies sitting at my desk from, from other um, you know, think tanks and thought agencies and, and other competitive agencies of ours. So it's, it's hard to say that this was the largest and broadest, but it absolutely was, as you said, a, a big time commitment um, uh, from, from our perspective and, and from Yahoo's. Um, it it took us uh, close to a year to do everything. Um, And to your second question, um, we certainly utilize that, you know, what I call our listen, see, and touch um, methodology or approach for the work. But getting a a little bit more into the details there just to give you a sense of the scope, when we we listen, so when we use our social listening capability that, that we've actually created just to listen to mom conversations in social media, we do that across nine countries all in languages, All I'm sorry, all in native language. So if mm-hmm. you can imagine, we have members of our team in Russia, in Argentina, in France, and uh, five other countries that are all employing in language social listening because when it comes to, you know, Ah, uh, social listening context is key, and we have to have um that local nuance that a uh, that a local market um uh, you know insight uh, guru is going to give us, and luckily we we have those on our team, and we do that. So we did that with uh, we started with social listening, we followed up with our global communities, in in English and in Chinese and in Spanish, spanning those same nine countries. Um, to really dive deeply into what we were seeing moms talk about naturally. And then finally, for video ethnography, we were in the same nine countries for um, over 20 days with our Mm -hmm. crews um, filming in 18 different cities. So just from a numbers perspective, um, the number of places we listened, number of activities we ran in our communities and cities that we were actually physically present in, um, you can get a sense of why it it was such a commitment um, from both sides
2: absolutely and then to shift through all of all of that data on the back end i can't even imagine to then try to put it in some explainable terms um that's that's just a ton of data i am curious now let's let's move a little bit to the results talk if you would about what differences you may have found and maybe you didn't find that many massive differences between moms across all the cultures and countries that that you were listening in
4: yeah you know what we I- so for for you know for our client base and for Yahoo's client base, you know when we when we entered this study and you know our brief was to understand what um, how brands can help moms create meaningful family experiences. But certainly, we were looking for both global perspe- you know global commonalities as well as um, regional um, nuances, and, and we certainly have some regional nuances. But I what really pleased us and, you know, was actually surprising to us is that we found one massive commonality across all the countries that we studied, which is um, this movement that we'll call it, we call it internally, a movement towards finding more meaningful family time and most importantly, creating special moments with loved ones. And, you know, that on its face may seem um, you know, intuitive. You know, moms uh, have always looked for meaningful family time, and you know, moments. You know, like a, a smile from your child or, or, or a mm-hmm. special time um, on vacation with 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 your husband or loved one um, has always been important. But what was amazing is that when we started with our social listening and started with our global communities, and we, we just talked with moms about what they value today and what family time meaning meaning looks like for them, is that they've really gone back to meaningful family time and creating moments as something that is beginning to shift how they want to spend um, their, their time and how they want to use media. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in fact, we, we found that we did a quantitative survey afterwards just to validate all of our results. We found that 84% of moms globally set all of the planning and prep for just family activities was worth it as long as there was a special moment that occurred during the activity. So moms may be planning activities, but what they're really designing for is creating these special moments that bloom out of time together. Um, so and again, that's global. We found that you know, when moms talk naturally in social listening, that that's what they talked about. You know, we, we, weren't, we didn't have the chance to ask them you know, on, on Twitter, on the forums they were talking about. What they talked about among themselves was really about these moments is creating meaning. Um, we, we did find some, we absolutely found nuances um, a, across the different markets that we studied. And just to give you a sense of one, in, in Latin America we heard that moms uh, are beginning to adopt traditions that were previously just limited to the U.S. So as you know, more people immigrate to the U.S. and go back, there's obviously a lot of fusion across cultures there. And what we saw moms doing is actually adapting holidays um, adopting holidays, excuse me, from uh, the U.S. into Latin America. So holidays like Halloween um, didn't really exist, but they saw them in the U.S. or heard from loved ones about how great they were and how, you know, how many cool moments could come when you dress your kid up in a costume, that they have started to adopt those because of all the fun um, associated with the holiday and moments that resulted from it. Um, so Halloween is one example. We also heard moms talking about Starting to uh, do Valentine's Day and and do baby showers, which aren't very common in Latin America, um, and bring these these new holidays into their culture um, to to create this this meaningful family time.
2: Very fascinating stuff, and and I would, I would definitely say that's a big aha. I wouldn't have thought that would have been something that would have translated from a U.S. custom into a Latin America custom, especially since I think um, Latinos tend to you, you really pride their customs, right, and hold those very close. So I think that's, that's pretty fascinating. There had to be some other big ahas, though, that when you looked at it, you hmm, wasn't expecting that one. Are, do you have a few more up your sleeve?
4: Yeah, you know what? I, I hope so. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, I think there are a couple um, ahas, if I sit back and think about it from a perspective of what, Uh, my clients or Yahoo's clients can do um, with the results and the insights of this study. And I talked about, you know, the big central theme was really this movement towards moments and how that's really governing how moms are beginning to make decisions today. And if you contrast that um, against just what brands and media providers are doing today, I think you get your first big aha. So if you look across mom-targeted media, um, you're going to find mostly content that's really uh, focused on helping moms make their lives more efficient and just helping moms get more done in their day. Mm -hmm. Um, And and if you think about, look at the cover of most women's service magazines or or, um, websites and it's my my bad example, 15 ways to make chicken in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And the whole notion here is that, you know, you help moms be more efficient in their day, that's going to help moms get more done and get on to the meaningful things in their life, like spending time with their family. when in fact what we found is the opposite is the case. Um, It's just becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. Moms are getting more done and they have more time to do more stuff and so more gets added to the to-do list. And it becomes harder for them to break that cycle. And so if you think about it from a brand perspective or from a content perspective, it's going to require a pretty big rethink uh, of how marketers and media content providers talk to moms and, and provide them with ideas, provide them with new types of content that really talk about creating meaningful family time versus just ideas to get more stuff done in their day. Um, so, I think that was really interesting. Um, we've had a great response from uh, you know, Yahoo, is obviously a huge content provider, and their editors and their staff thinking about different ways that that can inspire content on their end, which has been um, uh, really exciting. And, and then the second thing I think is, um, if you think about moments. Um, and help moms create more moments, that's a pretty esoteric concept. And we get that, um, you know, and I, I, as, we, as we developed insights for the study, we started thinking about, okay, how do brands really apply that? How do they help moms, um, you know, in their day to create more meaningful family time? And we actually came up with a, a really straightforward um, guidebook, I'll call it, for, for how to do this. Um, and it starts by just looking at where family time is spent. And, you know, if you think about this, it's, it's family time is spent in really four places. It's in routines, rituals, traditions, and something new that we'll, we'll call relive. But routines being, you know, pretty frequent and less meaningful. So think of like preparing dinner every night. Uh, rituals being, you know, a little bit less frequent, but really carry a lot more meaning. So if, you know, routine is just making dinner, a ritual is, you know, Friday night, pizza night, getting together, making something together. Um, traditions, as we know, less frequent, but, you know, often are very important with culture or religious ties. So, you know, think of a tradition in the U.S. like Thanksgiving. Um, and Relive is, is actually a new family um, time that we discovered where, as, as we know, moms, uh, you know, leading the way really in, in adopting smartphones. I think over 60% of moms in the U.S. now have a smartphone with, you know, camera and video capture capabilities, and that they're increasingly taking videos and pictures. And um, this is actually creating a new type of family time. And I'll, I'll give you an example. I have, a, I have a 13-month-old son, and last night he, uh, we were at my in-laws, and we picked up the, he picked up the hose, and it was spraying us and spraying himself. And I took like 30 seconds of video on my iPhone, and we spent 30 minutes last night, my wife and I, watching it, sharing it with my parents, sharing it with uh, her parents, um, and it. it becomes a new spontaneous um, gathering point for families. Mm And so if that's where family time is spent, it's really easy to think about how we can create more moments for those for marketers. So simply for routines, how do we make them um, more, more, important. How do we elevate those into rituals? How do we help moms find more rituals? How do we help adapt traditions to be more uh, modern for moms? And and for we live, how do we help moms extend those moments that matter? And from that comes uh, more meaningful family time.
2: Yeah. And I want you to hang on to that thought because we're going to take a quick break. And I have a follow-up question to what you just talked about. So everybody hang on. We'll be back with Adam Cruz
1: when Rings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. First strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers
0: are you losing money because of a poorly design website frustrated by low conversion rates on your online campaigns then come to conversion conference east 2012 rasco here for WebmasterRadio.fm, inviting you to conversion conference east 2012 october 9th and 10th in my backyard fort lauderdale florida learn strategies used by the world's top conversion usability and testing experts to turn more clicks into customers immerse yourself in two days of interactive learning from 33 breakout sessions and three incredible keynotes from landing page optimization guru, Tim Ash, conversion scientist, Brian Massey, and the brain lady, Susan Weinschenk. Here's exciting news. You'll save $500 if you register as an early bird on or before September 7th. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 10% discount on your pass when you register online at ConversionConference.com with the promo code WMFM. Don't be left out. Join us at Conversion Conference East 2012. October 9th through 10th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Go to ConversionConference.com or click on the Conversion Conference logo on the webmasterradio.fm website now. Digital World Expo 2012 returns to the Mirage Hotel and Casino Events Center in Las Vegas, September 27th through the 29th. Join hundreds of internet marketing professionals and learn how to grow your business during three days of nonstop networking learn the best steps and best practices for mobile marketing augmented reality search engine optimization social media internet advertising and over 30 more topics at this powerful event network with professionals from all over the country and learn how to beat your competition by attracting new customers through interactive media channels whether you are a seasoned pro or a newbie. All of our educational tracks are structured for all levels of understanding and marketing backgrounds. If your focus is brand awareness, online revenue, or staying on top of today's new media channels, then don't miss Digital World Expo 2012, September 27th through the 29th at the Mirage Hotel and Casino Events Center in Las Vegas. Register now at digitalworldexpo.com. That's digitalworldexpo.com. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. Because not everyone's last name is Gates. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere.
1: Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. I've been chatting today with
2: Adam Cruz, Global Director at Starcom Medium Fest, Mom Human Experience Center. We've been talking about the study that they filled it with Yahoo called Brave New Moms, Navigating Technology's Impact on Family Time. And right before the break, we were talking really about three types of family time, which I found fascinating. And Adam, you were just getting into, based on those three different types of family time, or opportunities, I guess, for family time, You were talking about how marketers can really help moms help themselves when it comes to carving out that family time. I'm curious, I mean, do you have very specific ideas that you want to give away for free today or do you just want to offer maybe some suggestions on how marketers could really look at helping mom expand their time in these ways?
4: Yeah, I, so I don't have specific, specific ideas to, to give away today. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, I think the framework, you know, if, if I were, you know, talking to a marketer right now, I think the, uh, which I, I guess I am, um, you are. The, uh, the, the first thing I, I would say is, you know, I, I talked, you think about where family time is today and think about the opportunities that I just shared that are associated with those. And then think about your, your brand. And, and apply the framework, you know, and just sit down and think about where your brand fits relative to routines, rituals, traditions, and where you live. Um, you know, where a mom's spending time with your brands within that framework. And once you have that mapped, think about how you can abide the opportunities associated with each. So, you know, if you are a retail um, client um, for moms, you know, for grocery shopping, let's say, you know, is, is your business, is the way that moms typically interact with you um, more of a routine? You know, is it, is it something I know in my household that it, it's certainly something that, uh, that just has to get done? It, it's certainly frequent, has to get done. And um, if there would be a way to turn that brand experience into a more meaningful one, um I know that that's something my wife would be really interested to and that you know fits fits the framework that uh, that we're talking about within this study.
2: Well, and of course I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the intersection of technology with all of that too and I know the study looked at technology that's most desirable for moms when it comes to family time. Before we wrap up today, could you talk a little bit more about the technology that moms were seeking out to try to create that. I mean, I know in your own example, you talked about taking video on your, you know, your smartphone.
4: Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, so, I, I think the the really interesting thing that we found in this study. Um, wasn't necessarily about you know a type of device or, or a type of technology. Um, it, was, it was rather how moms are already on their own beginning to use it in really new and innovative ways to create new types of family time. Um, and at the heart of it, we found that moms really value technology most when it can bring people together. So let, let me give you a few examples of, of what we saw and what we heard globally. Um, Skype is you know, obviously a, a, a great technology one that you know, most people use to connect one to one or with other members of their family, but we actually saw moms beginning to use Skype and video conferencing in really interesting ways to bring families together. We saw across actually multiple markets an idea of virtual baby showers. Um, beginning to pop up so in the US an example of a was a mom in California who whose family was from Michigan and they just physically couldn't get together for her baby shower um, travel back or get everybody to California so instead of of not doing it they actually used Skype and they held their entire uh, mm-hmm. video uh, I'm sorry baby shower via via video conference did the exact same things and really found a cool way to, to adapt the technology to adapt that that tradition um, so in the other examples we saw globally where moms using video game device, you know, like Wii's or Xboxes to actually create, you know, we heard um, the Wii Olympics, you know, where a mm-hmm. family separates into teams and competes against one another. So I think the key takeaway for us wasn't necessarily about devices. It was um, uh, more about how we can help moms leverage technology to bring families together. And, you know, the great thing is there's so many devices that, you know, are, as we know, like iPhones and iPads, they're just inherently social um, and tablet are a great example of an interface that can lend itself well to a shared experience. We, we just need to think about designing content for those devices that bring families together that multiple people can interact on or with versus just a, a single user experience was uh, a big takeaway for us.
2: Well, you've certainly given us a ton to think about today, Adam. I know we only scratched the surface, but thank you so much for making time to be on today. Really great study, great insights, and, and definitely things that I think marketers need to really consider because creating family time—I mean, talk about winning her loyalty. If you can help her uh, make more meaningful memories with that family, my gosh, you've—you've you've got her, <laughs> right? Um, exactly. So, for everybody listening today, is the best place for them to contact you on smvgroup.com. That website.
4: Uh, yeah, or Yes, or our Twitter handle, which is at MomsHEC, uh, is another great way to, to connect with us as well.
2: Fabulous. And so everyone listening today, remember, um, uh, Starcom MediaVest uh, has the Moms Human Experience Center. You want to check it out. Um, Adam, thanks again. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Until then, make it a great one. I'm not afraid to